Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Bienvenidos a Sobrenito Samacabro Podcast. Yo soy Di. Y yo soy Ali. Y hoy Ali les contará de un caso que sucedió en Penns Grove, New Jersey. Todos nos merecemos estar en una relación sana. Nuestros hijos se merecen crecer en un ambiente saludable, lleno de amor y protección. Una persona no debería de vivir con el temor de que su pareja sea capaz de lastimarlos o lastimarlas. Una madre o padre no quieren vivir con el temor de que algo malo les puede pasar a sus hijos por el resentimiento, coraje o egoísmo de su pareja. Desafortunadamente, así vivió Ruth y su familia los últimos meses de sus vidas. Este es el triste caso de Ruth Oriani y Eury Reyes. Advertencia, la información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tenga en cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning, the information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. Eugenio Severino, de 54 años, y Ruth Reyes Severino, de 30 años, vivían en Penns Grove, New Jersey, con sus dos hijos, Euriani, de 5 años, y Eury, de 2 años. Eugenio y Ruth se habían conocido en la República Dominicana y llevaban pocos años viviendo en New Jersey. Al principio de la investigación, las autoridades no querían catalogar este caso como un murder-suicide, as they needed more information. 
But as history came up and family and friends started to share information, it became obvious to the authorities what had happened. Let me share why. Ruth had kicked out Eugenio from the family home after he threatened to kill her. She took it to court to obtain a restraining order, and it was actually granted on January 16, 2020. Obviamente, Ruth tenía miedo y no quería correr el riesgo de que algo le sucediera a ella o a sus hijos. Entonces, después de correr a Eugenio, Ruth le pidió a los encargados del edificio que le cambiaran sus door locks because Eugenio still had a pair of the house keys. Oh, wow, okay. Dicen que Ruth les rogó varias veces para que le cambiaran la cerradura. Dude, seriously? Like, it should be more common sense. Like, if she if she had already some had some sort of, like, police report or restraining order, or even just said, hey, I kicked him out. Like, I need to change the locks because he's being abusive or he's threatened the life of me and my children. Like, it's more common sense that people or landlords or managers of the building should understand that, that that's a serious offense. Yeah. Um, and they should, mm-hmm. they should protect their tenants. Completely agree with you. Johnny Solano, que es un primo distante de Eugenio, reportó que los encargados del apartamento le pidieron a Ruth los documentos del restraining order para poder ayudarle con su pedido. Ruth los entregó pero de ahí no se hizo nada. The fuck? Basado en lo que reportó Johnny, después de que la orden de restricción fuera ordenada, Ruth le confesó a Johnny que en diferentes ocasiones ella había visto el carro de Eugenio cerca del apartamento, pero que no quería reportarlo por miedo de que empeoraran las cosas. She was scared of what he would do. Yeah. I mean, it, it's logical as a person yeah. that, you know, as fa- is facing domestic violence, of course, they're going to be afraid of, exactly. of anything. I mean, he, she already entregó los, papele- los papeles y del restraining order, mm-hmm. told them about the case. Like, she shouldn't be having to jump through hoops in order for them to do something. And, and even worse, putting her life on the, life on the line um, because they don't want to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Y al parecer Eugenio no seguía la orden, ya que él le seguía llamando a Ruth pidiéndole que le quitara la restricción. But she refused. Johnny continued to share that Ruth was scared to the point that when she would get home from work, she would check every room. Oh, to wow. Make, yeah, to make sure that he wasn't hiding. Oh, poor thing. It's like it's gotten to the point that because she's so scared of her own life that she's like paranoid. Yeah. That's fucking tragic. It is. Johnny, como muchos otros que lo conocían, a Eugenio, nunca se imaginaron que él fuera capaz de hacerle daño a su familia. On On February 5th, 2020, Eugenio Severino's lifeless body was found in a wooded area located on Sportsman's Road in Carney's Point. He commits suicide by hanging himself. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. 
Cuando las autoridades llegaron al lugar del crimen, encontraron su identificación y pudieron obtener información de dónde vivía Eugenio. So, they decide to go to the home sin saber lo que están a punto de descubrir. Oh, no. The holidays always find a way to bring joy and happiness into our homes. Whether it's decorating the Christmas tree, wrapping presents, or preparing the tamales for our holiday dinner, Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. Nothing feels like the holidays, like ugly Christmas sweater parties, posadas, and putting up Christmas decor throughout the house with family. Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice-cold Coke. And from all of us at So Violento So Macabro Podcast, happy holidays! Al entrar al hogar en Pensgrove Gardens, encuentran el cuerpo de Ruth, Oriani y Eury en el baño. Alguien les había dado múltiples puñaladas oh, a los no. tres. The mom, the five-year-old, and the two-year-old. That's so brutal. Yeah. Especially because it's stab wounds, you know? And not just one or two. Multiple. multiple. Yeah. That just shows this person had a rage mm -hmm. and anger. Yeah. And, and some sort of um, vengeance in a way. This is so tragic. Tras la investigación, los vecinos reportaron que ese día del crimen no escucharon ruidos pero que sabían que Ruth y Eugenio were having marital problems and that he no longer lived there. An expert on domestic violence and restraining orders, Diana Rosenfeld, stated that restraining orders are effective in about 70% of cases. Wow. She continued to state the following, quote, violations of restraining orders no matter how significant, should be dealt with immediately. Even if it's a phone call, even if after the order of protection, he sends her flowers because he's just testing the system to see if there will be any consequences and if that violation isn't prosecuted and if his behavior is not contained, it will continue to escalate and that's what can escalate into homicide. This, unfortunately, is true. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, we've we've covered enough cases where it's like mm -hmm. people, especially women in this case, um, they put these restraining orders, but their partners don't abide by it. And then, you know, police officers like brush it, you know, under the rug. And other people just seem like, oh, well... She's the one that's falling for it. It's her fault. Or or just be very unsupportive in a way. And it, I it, it's understandable why it they they these lead up to homicide. It's it because people don't res don't put enough respect in these restraining orders for or take them even seriously to to ever how can I say it? To ever like 
to put any sort of... They don't think there's of, consequences. Yeah. Like, they think, oh, well, what are they going to do? They're not going to do anything. They can't prove it or whatever. It's just a paper for so, so many of them. It's yeah. fucking scary. It is. It's like, so then why go through all this effort and exactly. put a restraining order if if everybody's just going to take it as a, a, as a joke? Mm-hmm. More needs to be done when a restraining order is set. Placing a restraining order is not enough. How many more deaths need to occur for the system to do something different about these restraining orders? Something needs to change. Because how many cases have we done in this podcast or heard in the news where the abuser, like you said, breaks the restraining order? They don't care. No. Because they know that there's no consequences for it. Like, what are they going to... They're going to get, like, a, you know, a citation or a warning. They're never going to get any sort of time for breaking the restraining order. Um, and it depends on what happens during that, like, you know, uh, that altercation. And even then, you know, all the poli- police can do is say, you know, just don't talk to him. Don't answer his phone calls. It's like... It's just not call that us easy. And see him or, it's scary when you're when you when you see your abuser. Yeah, I can't. I can't even. I can't. I don't know. It's just. It's hard. I could only imagine what they feel. I mean, the only thing I can think of, especially the way that you describe her situation, is that she had fear. Oh, she yeah. had fear. Yeah. So it's like imagine you see him everywhere. You see him near your home. You see him. Uh, you, you get phone calls you get harassed like it gets to the point that you're you can't live your normal life because your life revolves around this person attempting to get back into your life you know and, and sadly like it's it's other people's responsibility also to to you know put some sort of effort into these restraining orders and and you know take them seriously and 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 not just think oh it's just a piece of paper like no these should these things should have consequences family friend elibeth ortiz dijo que ruth era una buena madre que siempre se aseguraba que sus hijos tuvieran lo que necesitaban ella dijo que ruth recientemente le había contado de los problemas que ella tenía con eugenio she stated the following she had to kick him out. He was a little too possessive. I think at one point he called her and threatened to kill her. She ended up having to get a restraining order. En octubre del año 2021, la familia de Ruth filed a lawsuit that alleges to, well, wrongful death, negligence, breach of contract, and negligent hiring against those involved in the apartment complex. And it also claims that Eugenio se suicidó después de matar a su familia. También reportan en este lawsuit que en múltiples ocasiones Eugenio amenazó a Ruth de muerte. En el lawsuit se alega que Eugenio entró a la vivienda con las llaves que él aún tenía y con un cuchillo mató a su esposa y a sus dos hijos. El abogado de la familia de Ruth, Samuel D. Jackson, comentó que en cinco ocasiones, Ruth pidió que le cambiaran los door locks 
porque temía de, de su vida, temía por su vida y de los niños, Tem ella quería se sentirse segura en five occasions How many more times can can she ask? She already has a restraining order. She gave the paperwork. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but there's five times. Five times is one too many times. Exactly. Samuel dijo lo siguiente. Women and their children should not have to fear for their lives or lose them because their landlords and the parties they contract with fail to keep those women and children safe. Alexis Piquero, un criminólogo de la Universidad de Miami, dijo que si, alguien, si a alguien se le mete en la cabeza de lastimar a otra persona, una orden no los va a parar. No. No. They're still going to do it anyways. Yeah, exactly. Someone who's determined to harm will find a way to do it. Yeah. All of these sociopaths and murderers that we've talked about, they find a way to commit the crime. Completely agree. They always, for them, there's always a way. There's always yeah. a way where, where the police are going to slip up. Something's going to happen. They, they always find their own way. And if it's not with this person, it's going to be somebody else. And, mm -hmm. and that's the thing, you know, people always think it, like I always have this, this thought process. Some, some people don't have that judgment where it's like, Okay, take them seriously. This is they had their paperwork. We have to do something about it. It doesn't it doesn't have any serious consequences until it's happening to them. So unless they themselves are being being, you know, harassed or accused or anything, they're not gonna do anything. And it's almost the same thing as, you know, police officers. We've seen this before where it's like unless the authorities have somebody that's being, you know, harassed or that are that got murdered. They won't look for, they won't put any sort of effort unless someone, someone that they love themselves or they themselves are being treated unfairly for them to make any sort of difference. It's like anybody else could say, oh, I'm being you know, harassed. I'm being, you know, threatened with my life. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just leave it alone. But unless it's happening to them or somebody that they love, they will never take anything serious. That's so sad. It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't. A Eugenio no le importó lo que el papel se significaba. Él a ver que Ruth no le llamaba a la policía después de que él estaba quebrando el, el, el restraining order fue su razón para no tener miedo. Él usó el miedo que Ruth le tenía para controlarla. It is, we said this so many times before, it isn't easy to get out of an abusive relationship. The abuser knows how to use their power to control their victim. They know how to intimidate and instill fear in them. Now, listen to this. Al parecer en el, 2000, en el año 2019... Tashawn Hayward, de 26 años, fue asesinado en este mismo complejo de apartamentos. Y una de las soluciones de este caso fue que se ordenó que se conectaran cámaras y mm. más luces para la seguridad de los inquilinos. Y cuando sucedió el crimen de la familia Reyes, 
Menos de un año después del asesinato de Tashan, the apartment complex had not followed through with what was asked of them. Oh, so wow. that is also going against them in this lawsuit. Yeah, they, they have, they don't care. The only thing that they care about is the money that they're gaining from their own, you know, their their tenants. This, so is, this is so fucked up. So si fucked up. Al, yeah. Se alega que si los landlords hubieran cambiado las cerraduras, este crimen no hubiera sucedido. Ruth's family set up a, a GoFundMe account to help transfer Ruth, Oriani, and Eudi to the Dominican Republic and lay their beautiful souls to rest in her hometown. Before we finish, we want to say this. If you or anyone you know is experiencing domestic violence, please give them the following information. You can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or text START to 88788. They can provide you with help, support, and the resources you need. No está sola ni solo. La ayuda ahí está. We can only imagine the fear that you experience every day living under the same roof of your abuser. But it doesn't have to continue being this way. Please reach out for help. Y este fue el trágico asesinato de Ruth, Eudi y Oriani. We hope that their family finds peace. So that was the case for this week. Um, definitely one of those cases where you put yourself in that situation and think this could have been prevented in so many ways, but tragically it wasn't um, because people don't take these domestic violence cases or, or, or domestic violence or, um, sorry, the uh, restraining order seriously. And, you know, we just want to say that you're you're not alone uh, during this situation and definitely we we understand that it's a difficult and there's people out there that care um it, it's just hard sometimes but but you'll you'll get the help that you need and deserve um but we would really like to hear everybody's opinion on this case um if you have any details in regards to the case also that would be you know amazing Um, we will add polls and um, questions to our episode on Spotify and you could answer those there um, thank you again for anybody that's like replied to them or um, voted on the little poll section uh, we really appreciate the engagement and um, we also appreciate you guys listening and um, you know sharing this episodes we, we really appreciate it um, Doing these true crime cases really opens our eyes when it comes to um, to to the justice system and, and you know how how these cases are treated on a day to day basis. And um, the only thing we can do is keep those victims' names alive and just share the information we can in order for you guys to you know have it just in case you guys need it. Um, definitely, we are open to hearing your thoughts and um, opinions on these cases. You could share them at our on our socials. Um, you could follow us on Instagram 
Twitter and um, TikTok at at SVSM underscore podcast. Or you can follow us on um, Facebook. It's Sovialito Somacaro Podcast. And um, we always reply to everything. It might take us some time, but um, we'll always reply and have a conversation with you guys. Um, just, you know, drop a comment and, and we'll gladly reply to you. Um, and if you want to listen to any other uh, cases that we've been talking about, there's 52 other episodes um, on our Apple Podcasts, on our Spotify. Just look up Sovialito Somacaro Podcast and we'll be there um and uh yeah we really appreciate all that you guys do and um thank you also um we just wanted to share that uh as always uh the this this time of year is really hard for everybody um whether it's economically or the fact you know that you know some people don't have friends or family nearby or it you know seasonal depression also hits hard um And uh, we hear a lot of tragic cases around this time of year. And um, we just wanted to say that you're not alone. Um, there is help out there. And if you guys want to talk about stuff, um, any mental health situation that you're going through, we're here to you know listen. Um, we know it's pretty dark out there. And, um, you know, sometimes you just need to let it go with, with somebody that you trust and Um, if it's not us, you could always find help um, by uh, talking to somebody at the uh, National Suicide Prevention Center. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll share that information right now. Yeah, so the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, um, it's 988. It used to be the 1-800-273-8255. But they have actually updated to 988. Yeah, you could, I think you could uh, text them and call them also. Mm -hmm. So if you're yeah. in need of anybody to talk to, um, that telephone line is open. And, yeah, um, that's for if you're having like suicidal ideation, suicidal tendencies, or thinking, um, please reach out to them. And like Dee said, if, you know, reach out to friends, reach out to family, and sometimes, Even though if you have a strong support system, I know that it can be hard to even talk about these things with friends and family. So remember, there are therapists out there. There's a lot of us out there who want to help you and who are ready to, to listen and, and support you. So please, if you guys have any questions, you guys can always send us a, a DM. And we can give you guys as much information as we can. We can link you. Um, I can tell you where to look up if you need help finding a therapist. You guys can always send us a, a message. Definitely. And um, we know these this, these times are hard. And um, if you need any help, just just look for it. There, There's help. Yeah. Um, we can't force you to take it. But definitely there is help for you if you need it. Um, and... That's it, right? Yeah. That's it for this week. That's it for this week. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend, guys. And thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Stay spooky.